This Rise and Shine podcast series has been made possible by the generosity of the Zeitelman Family Foundation, which is committed to the unity and continuity of the Jewish people through meaningful and relevant Jewish education and wisdom. What we want for our children is to understand that happiness is a byproduct, a byproduct of meaning and of depth and of living up to one's own standards. This is Rise and Shine, a podcast that offers timeless wisdom and uplifting meditations to fill your heart, feed your soul, and start your day on a positive note. Here is Adrian Gold Davis. This month, our Global Momentum Movement is focusing on the value to teach our children. With Passover right around the corner and its fundamental commandment to teach the story to our children, the timing is right on. So in a brilliant blog post, the late, great Rabbi Lord Jonathan Sachs wrote the following. If you examine the text in Exodus carefully, you will see that three times it reverts to the same theme, children, education, and the distant future. In quotations, when your children ask you, what does the ceremony mean to you? And on that day, tell your son I do this because of what the Lord did for me when I came out of Egypt. And the third, in days to come, when your son asks you, what does this mean? So Moses spoke not about freedom, but about education. He fixed his vision not on the immediate, but on the distant future, and not on adults, but children. And in doing so, he was making a fundamental point. It may be hard to escape from tyranny, Rabbi Sachs writes, but it is harder still to build and sustain a free society. In the long run, there is only one way of doing so. To defend a country, you need an army. But to defend a civilization, you need education. That is why Moses, according to Rousseau, the world's greatest architect of a free society, spoke about the duty of parents in every generation to educate their children about why freedom matters and how it was achieved. What a quote. And every year at Passover time, I return to his brilliant musing and I ask myself, am I doing my job properly? Even now that my kids are out of the nest, am I modeling what it means to continue learning and growing and developing my character? Am I still a role model, even when my thoughts and my opinions have been relegated to the consultant phase, meaning a consultant offers opinions only when asked? So the word for education in Hebrew is chinuch, which means dedication. I'm still dedicating Jewish values into my adult kids, aren't I, by my own actions and reactions? Often, we think that we have our greatest influence over our kids when they're small, that when they're baked, we cease to have an impact on their worlds, but nothing could be further from the truth. You know, recently, I want to share that I had a conversation with one of my adult sons. He told me a story and the advice and guidance he'd given to the person in question, and I was Stunned into silence, I was overwhelmed with awe. B. 
because what he had suggested to his friend was a message that I had drummed into his head in a different context over the years. But watching him take that wisdom that I thought he had thoroughly ignored and put it into practice outside of our relationship and our family, it brought me to my knees because what we want for our children is not simply they should be happy. What we want for our children is to understand that happiness is a byproduct, a byproduct of meaning and of depth and of living up to one's own standards. Over the years, I've had to repeatedly ask myself whether the expectations and demands upon the behavior and the practice of my children that I hammered into them, was it from a pure enough place? Were those expectations and demands a form of control? Was I always keeping in mind that they're separate souls with their own separate paths? Was I imposing from a place of personal anxiety or from a place of deep conviction? And I gotta admit to you right now that in retrospect, not all of those demands came from such a pure place. But the Jewish education component about values and standards were so universal, so non-contingent, and so valuable that even when my intentions were not entirely driven from the right place, the wisdom itself was always on the mark. As people, we meet one another in chapter 3. We even meet ourselves in chapter 3. How so? Well, so much of what we believe, what we value, and what we stand for is actually based on the messages from our family of origin and, of course, the generations before that. We know that just as values can be passed down, so can trauma. And so, therefore, Judaism demands that each of us examine our own hearts and search for truth at every stage of our lives that we are unduly influenced by societal norms and accepted practices, and that they might not line up with what we know to be holy. You know, I've always felt that when our children see that it is never too late to be learning, when they see us stretching and expanding our consciousness as adults, that they are given the unconscious permission to also see themselves as works in progress. These times of COVID have forced so many of us to examine the norms as we navigate the new ones. Young people without developed resiliency have been so profoundly impacted. Their social, educational, and emotional worlds have been tilted. And while it's so painful to watch and so hard to parent, it might force all of us into examining what part of the old normal wasn't really serving our personal development. Teaching our children is our sacred duty, and it's a privilege. The schools can only do so much. Our children's peers have an equal influence on their choices and direction. So how do you ensure that the teaching model we use becomes their default position? Well, the first step is to ensure that your home is a safe place, that your children feel your love unconditionally. And that, as King Solomon writes in Mishle, or Proverbs in English, train up a child according to their way, and even when they grow old, they will not turn away from it. So this requires understanding that each child has his or her own way. 
As Dr. Howard Gardner lays out in his book about multiple intelligences, we parents need to ensure that our child's way is being taken into consideration as we direct their development, that there is no one-size-fits-all model, that each soul, each neshama comes to this earth with its own special traits and its own homework, its own special needs and its gifts. So fundamental to teaching our children is to understand them. Lori Palatnik, the founding director of Momentum, always says that better than loving your children are understanding your children. Because if you tell your kid you love them and they think you don't really know or understand them, then that love feels tainted. Knowing our children and understanding them requires facing up to what irks you or triggers you, and understanding that, as I always say, you either marry your homework or you raise it. This week, can you examine your own trajectory in life to see that you're modeling continued education and personal development? Can you ask yourself whether that one-size-fits-all model has taken root in your parenting? Can you speak to each of your kids and get to know them, not know them in that you were in my stomach, kid, for nine months and I changed your diapers kind of assumptive kind of knowing, but the kind where you accept that they're not you and that what you think you know about them may not be what they feel they know about themselves. And then, can you raise up that child according to their way? And with that respect and honor, for their individual path, well then, you can dedicate them and end up impacting generations to come. Thanks for listening to Rise and Shine. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Momentum Podcasts on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Join Adrian again next time for more timeless wisdom and uplifting meditations that fill your heart Feed your soul and start your day on a positive note. This podcast was sponsored by the Zeitelman Family Foundation. Spread the wisdom. Inspire Jewish individuals around the globe by supporting Momentum's podcasts. To sponsor, contact podcast at MomentumUnlimited.org. You're listening to a Momentum podcast. For unlimited inspiration, wisdom, and empowerment, visit MomentumUnlimited.org.